Hi, and welcome back. You know what they say? Three times a habit. So we are so happy that you are tuning in to the Connect and Lead podcast again. And if this is the first episode that you're listening to, we encourage you to go back to the beginning and get the full introduction to the DISC model, because this show is here to help you improve in your relationships, how you communicate, the way you work in teams and become more productive. When you start to get a grip on the DISC model, you will better understand yourself and the people around you. Or to put it short, this podcast will teach you how you can succeed in life by using your natural superpowers. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Connect and Lead podcast. I'm Tessa Campen. And I'm Sophia Carlson. And we have come to the last dial in our DISC series, the overview of the different styles. We're going to talk about the C style today. And just like the previous styles, you're going to learn all about their limitations, maybe not all about them, but a little bit about their limitations and strengths. And you're going to notice how interesting these friends are. You're going to notice that they never make a big deal about things. And you're going to notice that they are often keeping tabs on things as well. And so I want to get into the style and I want to chat about all the details, um, which is something they actually like. They, they like details. And this is definitely not me. I mean, I, I don't mind details, but I don't like details like my C-style husband likes details. And so um, how would we describe, Sophia, these amazing C-style team members and friends in our lives? I would say they are accurate. They know what they are talking about. They're very cautious. So as like you said, they are detail-oriented. The, the details are more important than the delivery and the goal. These are your colleagues who don't like to work quickly on something because they don't like to deliver something that they are not completely satisfied with. They are controlling and they enjoy the, the controlling. They are very thorough. They don't do any guessing on things. They will look things up. And oh, it's so funny. I'm just sorry. You're like talking about this. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, that's Nathan. And I love Nathan. Nathan, if you watch this, I love you. Okay. If you listen to this podcast, just know I love you, but you are going to be a perfect example today. <laughs> oh man. Is he also, uh, it, does he get stuck in the analysis paralysis? Okay. Let me just tell you. Okay. I was going to share this story a little bit later, but we put a pool in our backyard last summer. And I think he researched our interlock for an entire year. In fact, we ended up going with the very first one he showed me that I said, oh yeah, that one's great. And yet he had to continue to research the pavers. Is it the right pavers? Is it the right color? Is it the right this? Is it the right that? And unfortunately, when he showed it to me, I was like, yeah, that's great. And he was like, that's it? You're, you're just giving me a, that's great. Do you realize I researched this for a year? Right. So it's just so funny because I love you, my C's. I love you. But when I say the details are not me, I'm just like, yeah, that looks good. And that feels good. Let's do it. Right. And so it's just funny as you're saying all this stuff, because it's, it's just really not me. <laughs> yeah. This story actually reminds me of when it was a Christmas some years ago, I was home at my parents' place and their uh, um, washing machine broke down. So they needed to buy a new washing machine. 
And I was like, okay, let's do it. Uh, and I was immediately going into internet. I found one that was, you know, a known brand and everything. I was also on discount. Do you want me to <laughs> order? And they were just looking at me. So my parents, they are, my mom is a high C, probably like a CS, I would say. My dad is SC. He, he had much more I in him when he was younger. But anyway, they, they are you know, they are, they, they like to, you know, do the research first. Mm -hmm. So when I was like, do you want me to click it? They deliver tomorrow. And they just <laughs> looked at me. And that's when I remembered, oh, I'm an I, D, they are C, they need time to process this. You so know what? You raise a good point here for, okay, for all of us, for people in sales, and we're going to do a whole session on sales, right, Sophia? But what stood out to me is you mentioned the word discount. This is on discount. Look, we have it. It's perfect. Let's go with it. If you're in sales, you know, oftentimes we think everyone bases their decisions on money. It's not money. With a C, it's not money. You will lose them if you just focus on money, right? And you just raised a really good point there. The same thing with my husband. We actually had our washing machine go as well. And it was only a year old. So he's in the store on his phone. Okay, first of all, we need to make sure all of the ratings are good. We need to go and read reviews. We need to make all these things that I'm just like, yeah, but it's only $600. What do you mean? I don't care about all that other stuff. It matters to a C. It really matters to a C. Quality matters for a C. That's, that's absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So the, we are already on it. Like, what are those strengths that the C brings to the table? Yeah, you mentioned quality, right? So again, thinking about the work that a C-style person brings into this world, it's quality work. They are reliable, much like the S-style, they're steady. They're very compliant as well. And I know every time I use that word, I don't know if you've had this, Sophia, but when I say the word compliant, I actually get pushback from my C's. They don't like that word because they take it as though I'm, I'm saying that our C-style friends are pushovers, that they just were compliant. We do what we're told. And that's not me. If you're listening, I'm not saying that. When I say compliant, think of rules, think of procedures, think, think of processes. You like things done a certain way, um, you know, calculated risk. And again, I think of my husband, risk is scary for him. Right now, I know we're, we're asking about strengths here, but risk is scary for him. If it's calculated and he knows exactly what's happened and, and going to happen, then he'll take it, but he won't just take risk. And so, you know, if you, if you're taking risk with a C, you know, that they've calculated the outcomes of that. Um, you know, my husband, I, I'm, I know, I feel like I'm, I'm really harping on him, but he's a CS. And what makes him so great at his job as doctor is he's able to really bring in both the research that you need when you're, you know, working with your patients, but that great compassionate side to him and listening. And, you know, he, he's all in with his patients. In fact, at his office, the joke is Nathan must hug all his patients when they come into his office because they all leave smiling and they all just, you know, want to come back and see him. And so we'll be walking through the grocery stores and people will be like, hi, doc. And they'll be hugging him. And I'm like, hey, that's really strange, right? Um, but they just, they love, love him. Um, and I think it's because he is very much like he's correct. 
and he does the detail. He's very cautious in making sure he delivers the right information to his patients. But on the other hand, he's got that caring and nurturing and loving side that the S comes, you know, next to the C. And I think it just makes a really, really great combo. So C's, you know, we love you. We love you for your ability to provide detail, which, you know, obviously Sophia and I have already mentioned that's not us. Um, and you're a really valuable asset to any team. And C's, they are sensitive as well. I mean, um, it's easy to not see that because they might not be so expressive with their emotions mm -hmm. but um, they are also soft uh, and working I can't succeed without the C's and my C is below the so when you learn about disc so my C is not really showing up on um, in my profile so I really admire these people mm -hmm. for their focus and for their ability to, you know, yeah, do one thing at a time. So I work very, very well with them. So in teams, I often end up paired very well with uh, the C styles, but I find it quite hard or really hard actually uh, to have them as my manager. Okay. So because I'm an ID, I do not thrive under a manager that is very strong on the C side because um, since they are very concerned about details and I am someone who is a, an idea generator, very creative, I'm fast, I'm thinking out loud, that's how I process things. We're not going to talk so much about the eyes, but just to understand the, the big difference there between the I and the C. Yeah. So when the I and the C meets, the C can, you know, it, it might seem to the I that the C is shooting down all the great, great ideas because the C expects people to think first and speak later because they do that. Yes. Yeah. So when you are in a team and you have a C manager, then it's good to know that it's not that they are criticizing you. It might, it might feel like that, but they are just asking questions because they want things to be bulletproof. So I usually say like, if you are an I and you want to have a cheerleader for your ideas and your creativity, don't go to your C friends because yeah. they, they are just going to ask a lot of questions. They're going to bog you down and you got to go back and feel like oh, that nobody believes in you. Yeah. That's, that's, just how they do things and as an ID I, I do not survive without the C's and I'm very blessed to have grown up in a household where my parents have a lot of C because the house was always in order well all the house expect except my room of course <laughs> but, <laughs> but the kitchen you know in the drawers in the wardrobes on the attic there's order everything's organized you know where to find stuff it's uh, mm -hmm. tidy so at least I got that with me as a kind of a template so I know how it is supposed to look like. Yeah. But I need to make a big effort to, to live up to the expectations of, of a scene. So Well, you know what? And it all comes down to, to understanding. You mentioned the tidiness. It's funny, when my husband and I first got married, he never liked anything on the counters in the kitchen, right? It was like, 
doesn't matter if it even belongs on there. It doesn't go there. Everything needs to be tidy and clean. But it's interesting because he doesn't put his clothes away in our bedroom. Like what's going on here? Everything else is tidy. But it is interesting you mentioned that, right? Like at the time, I didn't understand that. I'm just thinking, wow, he's so picky. Like I can't have anything out. But again, it's that style. Uh, absolutely. Having spoken about a bit like how the C's can be like managers, how can we yeah. help people understand how a C can actually show up as both a really great manager, of course, yeah. but also like a bad boss. How can we help people understand this? Yeah, well, you know what? I'm not trying to pitch anything, but honestly, do a disc assessment. I mean, you know, it comes down to understanding. And that's what Sophia and I are really trying to help you all understand through this podcast is we're not wanting anyone to change who they are, but we are calling you to understand who is sitting around the table with you, right? Who is that person on your team that maybe you're not connecting with? And, you know, you mentioned the ID not being able to thrive under the, the details. So we could be sitting here having an argument going, so should the C's change their detail-oriented personality or should Sophia become more detail-oriented? And I'm going to say neither, really. What needs to happen is the C-style leader needs to understand that Sophia's strengths are not in details. And so trying to manage an ID in a way that you work and are wired is not going to get the best out of that person. And eventually they're just not going to work here anymore. And so you need to have an understanding of who's around the table. And so if our C wants to support our D and our I's and our S's on the team, they need to understand what superpowers do they bring to the table and how can I use my superpower of details to support them in bringing the best out of them, right? It's really about leaning and leading with our strengths and then mitigating the weaknesses that we all have. Our C's can show up as an overly critical leader, and, and criticize all these things, but really sees, you know, if you take a step back, I truly believe deep down all those things that you may be criticizing in other people are things that you secretly wish you had, just like myself, right? I may criticize the D who's so results driven and moving things forward, but secretly, I just wish I could do that. And so I just keep thinking, you know, if we're going to really understand how to work great as leaders and as team, um, as teams with all these different wirings that we have that we've been talking to you about, it stems first and foremost with understanding. You need to understand who's at the table and, and then you're able to lead them better. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately though, with, with that being said, I think our C's are still very difficult to please and that presents that challenge of, of being able to work and live under our C-style husbands of our houses and leaders in our organizations. You know, why do you think they're so hard to please? And I know we've alluded to some of those, but, you know, I think in my head, hmm, that wasn't accurate. Like, that's something my husband would say, you know, and I'm doing air quotes, but just a second, that wasn't very accurate. But just think about how that feels to an I or a D or an S if you were to say something like that to them, right? And so why are they hard to please, Sophia? What are your thoughts on that? Well, it is this perfectionist or precisionist mm -hmm. that lives in them, um, how they honor facts so highly 
they are actually harder on themselves than anyone else. So it's also important to understand that, okay, they might seem that they are really uh, critical towards other people, but what's going on inside of them is also a lot of self-criticism. So, but like I was saying, like, even though it sounds harsh that you don't go to see if you want to have a cheerleader because they are so critical, it is those questions that they are asking. And um, they, they just keep a very, very high standard. They want things to be perfect. They are neat and tidy. Uh, they have high expectations. Um, and I think it all uh, comes really from that fear that they have. The, 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 the most prominent fear in them is the fear of criticism, yeah. fear of making mistakes. So in order for them to avoid that fear to show up of course they're going to polish that essay or perfect that report or make sure that it's tidy make sure that they are clean and tidy and sometimes I think it even can show up in the way people dress that you almost can look at how somebody is dressed that they are a c-style person or an i-style for that matter yeah um so okay, I want you to elaborate on that. What, what would a C show up at at a at one of your meetings, a team meeting? I'd love to hear the differences. Well, I, I think it, it's like you know, according to you know, having that you know, the shirt is very you know, neat and tidy. And, yeah, being very correct in the way they dress, and no surprises. The, I mean, the stereotype would be you know, the the gray suit and the the blue but shirt. But it's true. My husband has a lot of suits. And you know, it's funny, my son's an eye and sometimes his shirt's backwards inside out. Honestly, this is embarrassing. So he probably won't listen, but his underwear is always backwards inside out. Not because he's wore it two days in a row. He just, he just throws things on. Right. And my husband's always like, Quentin, you should really wear a nice suit. Like when we go to church, right. I, I just want him to have a suit. And I'm like, Nate, he doesn't wear suits. That's not, that's not Quentin. I know you have six of them hanging in our, in our closet and you've got more dress shirts than I have, right? That's not him. He just wants something comfortable. He just wants to, you know, the most. Or, or, or something flashy. So flashy, maybe yeah, yeah. a lot of eyes would say that some C's are um, boring in the way they dress. Yeah. Now, we are, now we are really generalizing and be talking. We are, we are. We are. <laughs> But, it's but also- these are things that people are going to hear in the marketplace, right? Like yeah. we're sharing, I know we're, we're kind of playing on these generalizations here and, and that's not the goal, but these are things you're going to notice. These are the judgments that we're making about these different styles. And I mean, talking as well about high standards, I didn't mention yet that, so um, my mom, so she's a high C, like I said, and when my parents have work going on on the house, so handymen coming, uh, people who do think that, I mean, that's their profession, right? They come to the house to fix something or to build something. Then my mom is kind of staying in the background, keeping an eye on it. And when the handyman left, she's starting the inspection. So that's when she's going to inspect the work they've done. And of course, it's never going to be perfect. Right. So she is going to, if it's within her, you know, as much as she can do, and she's very handy herself, she is going to go in and make it better because it wasn't perfect enough. 
So that's, uh, you know, it's difficult talking about difficult to, to please them, right? Because it can never be good enough. So what do we want to tell them? We have a message for them, right? Well, and it's interesting you say that because you had mentioned earlier too that although things may not be good enough for them, like you said, whether it's someone does a job or things like that, I think it, what's really important for the rest of us to recognize is if we think they're being hard on us, like like you said, they're they're even harder on themselves. And you know, for C's, I'm going to give you a few things, right? Progress over perfection, right? It, you're never going to reach your standard of perfection. And I, I highlight your, because this is gonna sound terrible, but your standard of perfection is ridiculous. No one can live up to that. And so just think about the pressure that you put on yourself every single day to show up and be perfect. It is so unrealistic that you're just adding unnecessary pressure to your daily life. So progress over perfection and write imperfectly perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? It doesn't have to be researched more. It doesn't have to be more detail than you've already given us. Because really, if we compare the detail and the perfection to an eye, again, love you eyes, you are amazing. Like, right? No eye would argue with us. They'd be like, here's my one liner. And you're like, here's my four pager. It just, I think it's this whole idea that if you can just give yourself some grace, that good is good enough sometimes, right? Progress over perfection, imperfectly perfect. Um, and just know that you do a really great job. No one's expecting more from you. And so it's really, I, again, I see this in my husband. He puts unrealistic expectations on himself um, and, and it just creates a whole other problem. I mean, we're not here to talk about mental health, but it'll create a whole other mental health and physical well-being issues in our lives. It's, it's really, we want you to know that the thing, you know, you do, you do just such incredible work that uh, you need to stop doubting yourself. And we all have stories, right? There was a story once that I heard with, you know, the different leaders where you, you have a C style leader and a D style leader. And again, like the, the C wants to take time and to think through certain things and gather the detail. And then the D wants things done yesterday. And then we have all this conflict between the team, because again, we don't understand, hey, let's give our C's some time. And the D's are like, I don't have time, right? And, and vice versa. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm excited to, to start these conversations and really give our, our listeners some more insight into the different styles. But yeah, I really hope that if you can just give yourself a bit of grace. And yeah, you know, all the, the styles have, have those superpowers and some styles need more encouragement and confirmation of how important their superpowers are um, and how they can help and support other people by really bringing in their superpowers but not tipping over so that those superpowers um, are becoming uh, too much or lim becoming limitations or, or blind spots mm -hmm. so and and this is maybe when when we're talking about that C leader who can be so great in, in supporting the team with being reliable on the facts and the information, but it, and it can tip over to that micromanager that right. isn't healthy for anyone, uh, not for the micromanager either. Right. Before we close this episode, we want to give you the F word for the C, and that is of course, 
fact. Facts, that's the F word to remember when you are thinking about your C friends. If, if there's one thing to remember, because that's their passion, maybe sometimes their obsession. That's yeah. the <laughs> So we have also come to the end of this four-part series on each of the four disc styles. We hope that you have gained new insights and that you feel inspired to bring out your strengths, but also to build better relationships with the people around you and we hope that you join us for the next episode this is not over we are just ending this four-part series but the next episode is coming and we will continue to explore the different behavioral styles in the hopes that you continue to lead and connect with the people around you so until then continue to discover yourself